people of the world, hello and welcome to the Brothers Talk with your hosts, Rod, Scott, and Norm, where our purpose is a simple one. Tune into our weekly podcast each Friday, wherever you listen to your favorite programs or on this website to hear us, three black, unfiltered African-American men with no strings attached, giving voice as the most feared, most misunderstood, and most rarely heard from segment of the population on topics of interest to us for education, enlightenment, and entertainment. To reach us with your comments, questions, and suggestions, we're at The Brothers Talk on Twitter, The Brothers Talk on Instagram, the Facebook group of the same name, and if you care to share in more detail, hit us up at the email address, thebrotherstalk at gmail.com. Also, stay tuned for details about our upcoming news and perspective show on Millennium TV's M24 streaming news station. A big hello to the entire Brothers Talk family and welcome again to this week's edition of the podcast. And as always, we appreciate your time and your comments and for spreading the word about what we're doing, keeping the emphasis on Black socioeconomic empowerment, especially while the pandemic continues to ravage our communities, destroying both lives and businesses. My focal point this week is the frustration that can come from seeing too many of our people being distracted by not just empty, but sometimes harmful symbolism. Three quick cases in point, and I'll move on. First, Kamala Harris. Yes, I'm willing to give her the opportunity to do right by the Black community that so easily claims, but not just because she's skin folk. I believe we have to stop celebrating that fact and understand that as a politician, and make no mistake about it, her chief job is politician. And therefore, the way things get done in politics is through leverage, and applying the necessary pressure that it affords you. We gave Biden-Harris 90% of our vote, more than any other group by at least 30%, and that's why Biden said we had his back. Well, it's time to pay up, and in politics, payment never comes when you wait and see if they'll do right by us out of the goodness of their hearts or because they made a promise. Cases in point, see William Jefferson Clinton and Barack Hussein Obama. Secondly, nice job by the young lady at the inauguration, Amanda Gorman. But while it was, again, a nice symbol and it got her a nice book and modeling contracts, what's the tangible upside for us? And before I leave this point, I wonder if anyone else found it curious that her poem omitted any mention of the First Nation people, but did mention the founding fathers. Just saying. And third, in the midst of all the things that the Black community needs, how did Harriet Tubman on the $20 bill warrant so much discussion time? Again, symbols that distract. But now, here are the hosts with the most, Scott and Norm. Hey, family, thanks for joining us again on another Blessed Friday podcast. Like like I said last week, we're in trouble. Uh, we're still not out of the woods. It looks like it's, it's just touch and go in terms of democracy right now in this country. And I asked everybody to join in a short prayer at 8 o'clock on Fridays. And I'm going to send out a reminder to Facebook next week to let's do this, mainly for the black community, but also for the country. I just I think that if we do some type of unity prayer for the black community, that that's going to help us and take us a long way. So I'm going to send out a send out a uh, reminder on Facebook uh, next week. And hopefully this can turn into something that we're doing a prayer every night at eight o'clock to unify the black community. I just want to say to the community out there, you know, that the pandemic naturally is not over. I just got tested uh, for the virus and uh, came up negative. But it's important that we still wear the masks, that we still social distance and take care of our communities, especially black businesses. They are going under. 
daily, we are in trouble. We should be employing our own children, our own community, and supporting our own community. Let's keep the eye on the prize. All right. And remember, if you're on Facebook, check out Black businesses in our groups with some 4,000 members. That's hashtag Black Dollars Matter and relaunching Black Wall Street nationwide. Or you can feel free to converse with us in the Brothers Talk group. Let's do this, people. Let's buy Black. Our special guest this week is Dr. Damon Jones. Dr. Day, as she likes to be known, is a licensed naturopathic doctor in Washington, D.C., who believes that the key to finding happiness and fulfillment is knowing it's okay to put yourself first and choose health as your number one priority. She works with individuals struggling with health issues such as weight gain, diabetes, thyroid problems, and issues around menopause. Dr. Day is an expert in using lifestyle as medicine to reduce chronic disease. Her replenish, restore, reclaim framework proves that diminished health and energy can be reversed with proactive choices at any age, and she treats patients from across the D.C. metropolitan area as well as virtually all over the world. Dr. Day, please feel free to share more about yourself and your practice before we get into the conversation. Hi, thank you guys so much for having me. I am very excited to be here today. And, you know, as I listen to the platform that each of you talked about, there's one central theme that I see, which is really about healing. It's really this idea of healing and taking care of self and taking stock of self. And I think that one of the things that is really fundamental that this pandemic has given us an opportunity to really think about is how are we in terms of our health? How are we mentally healthy? How are we emotionally healthy? And how are we physically healthy? And if we make that our first priority to make sure that ourselves and our families are are in a space of wellness and healing, then we have energy and we have support and we have focus that we can take out to our communities and we can take out to the world. So that is just my just general thought based on, you know, what you guys are talking about. And it could be financially, economically, it can be from a democratic perspective, like who are you going out and supporting? You know, do you have the energy to hold other people to the fire? If you're on the couch and you can't move and you're exhausted from your day, then you can't make sure that the world is turning in a way that is going to show up good for our kids, our grandkids, our great grandkids, and for our future generations. Hey, well, thank you again for being with us. And you are indeed the second naturopath. And we're excited about that fact because we really believe strongly in the idea of blending natural medicines and lifestyles into the more traditional medical field. So uh, we're really glad to pick up kind of where we left off with the last conversation. Part of my thinking is that since there isn't enough access to naturopaths, especially in our communities where the pandemic has been especially destructive due to the state of Black health care, what are your thoughts about the vaccine? It's so funny that you uh, asked me that question because I have dedicated this weekend and actually tomorrow I'm going to write a an article about the vaccine and about just general take on, you know, what people should know to make a decision. Uh, I think it's it's important to say that it really doesn't matter what I personally think about the vaccine, what I think is important to look at is what are we going for in terms of our health and wellness? And then what kind of action plan should we set up 
for health and wellness. And so, and the reason why I say that is because every person is different and every person's body is different and what they can handle and what they can't handle. And that there are a couple different things that I've really been thinking about that I think are absent in our conversations about our health and about the pandemic. The first thing I'm going to say before I get to the vaccination, which we can think about that as a solution. And before we think about the solution, let's just think about the problem. And what the the problem that I have that I've been witnessing for the last year is no one is really talking about what do you do if you get COVID? There is a lot of fear around if I get this, I might die or I might hurt other people that I care about. And there's a sense of helplessness and hopelessness around that idea. So I want to talk about that because, again, the, the concept of the vaccine is a solution to how do we address this actually big issue and problem. And what I want people to really understand is your health. Now, as a community, Black people have more incidence of chronic illnesses and diseases. What do I mean by that? like lung issues, heart issues, cholesterol issues, blood pressure issues, diabetes. We have higher incidence of that obesity than other groups, a disproportionate amount of that. We also know, and the CDC came out with statistics relatively early on in the first three to four months of the pandemic saying that people that had high blood pressure, people that had, that were obese, people that had diabetes ended up in the hospital and had a higher rate of mortality than any other people. So when we start thinking about solutions, the solution is take your health seriously. So people that are running out to the health food store and saying, oh, let me take some supplements. No, get your health under control. And as you get your health under control, you actually are not going to have the negative outcomes that are flooding the hospitals and that are causing people to not just die from COVID related diseases, but because people are afraid to go to the hospital, they're having heart attacks in their home. They're not getting the type of care that they need if they have kidney issues and kidney disease. Our health is the most important thing that we have and that we can share with the people that we love. And so it's it's about looking at yourself and, and for us as a community, looking at what are our health issues and what are we doing to take care of ourselves? What kind of action steps are we taking? Because when we take those action steps, we reduce the risk that we have of being ill or being a burden to someone else. Or if you are in the generation where you're taking care of your parents and you're taking care of your kids and you're feeling super stressed out because you're, you're trying to navigate like all these different things at one time, that is another um, level of emotional stress that actually can create physical illnesses. So I think that there's no conversation about that. And if we look at the news, what they, what do they say? Well, if you have COVID, go home and quarantine. They don't talk about, well, you should make sure that you're eating a healthy diet because that is going to help you, uh, help you help your immune system support yourself. If you are able to and you don't have COVID, are you taking walks even when it's cold outside? Put a scarf on and get to walking. 
You know, like there are things that we can do that will help prevent those outcomes so that everyone is not sitting in the house waiting for their number to get their vaccine. And even when you get the vaccine, what the research really shows about the vaccine is it doesn't reduce your level of contagiousness. It, what it does, and it does very well with very good accuracy, is it prevents you from having the terrible outcome of having to go to the hospital or potentially dying. So I'm not saying that people shouldn't get the vaccine or they should get the vaccine, but what I'm saying is there is a huge conversation about taking your health seriously and learning how to do it and doing it for doing it with fun, like doing it with your family, making games about it, doing challenges with your friends about how much time have you taken a walk or did you do a 15 minute, you know, YouTube exercise video? Did you eat four servings of fruits and vegetables in a particular day? Like these are the things that we have power over to improve our health, to prevent us from dying from COVID. But what would it be like to live an extra 10 or 15 years and have energy and have focus and have thought and be able to have the business that you want to have, to have the second you know, second career that you wanted to have to see your grandkids, you know, grow up and do those things. Like that is a side benefit of taking care of your health, reducing your risk and not being afraid that you're going to die from COVID. Why do you think Black American, African American are so reluctant to engage in naturopathic health in terms of alternatives to traditional medicine, you know, what are some of the, the issues you think that, that are prevent, preventing Black folks from doing that? And how do we get folks into that other alternative form of, of, of health? I think one of the reasons is I think people don't know what it is. So I think that, you know, people don't recognize that there, is, that there are doctors that go to medical school that focus on lifestyle, diet, exercise, stress management, sleeping well, you know, looking at your hormones to see what's going on. And I don't think that they know it exists. And that is one of the first hurdles, because if you don't know, then how do you know to even look? I think that African-Americans and people of the diaspora, I think we know from our history and our ancestors that there are natural ways for us to actually get healthy, but we don't know how to combine it with what people consider conventional medicine. So one of the things that I do, and it's actually, I would have to say people love the most in my practice is that I do labs with them, like if you go to lab core, or sometimes I do specialized labs to look at hormones and hormonal imbalances, right? Like diabetes is a hormonal imbalance. It's not a blood sugar problem. It's an insulin problem. You know, thyroid issues when people are exhausted and tired and can't figure out what's going on and gaining weight and they don't understand what's happening. That could be a thyroid issue, right? Or adrenals are stressed. You know, our stress levels as African-Americans is higher than that of other groups because of all the microaggressions that we have to deal with every single day, not being given the financial access that we deserve for our intelligence and what we bring to the table. 
Um, it's super stressful. And when our stress hormones are at high levels, they are the reason that, that produce a lot of these chronic illnesses and, and actually produce inflammation in our body, which then causes pain and injury. And people don't understand that we have to look at the hormonal imbalances. And how do we know what those are? It's not from looking at symptoms. It's from looking at labs and lab work to understand what's happening foundationally at the cellular level. Because once we know what that is, and, and that's what I do. And I share that with people and they love it. They're like, oh my gosh, no one has ever taken this much time. No one's explained this to me. No one is showing me that I have nutritional deficiencies. And that's why I'm, I'm exhausted and tired. And so once they understand that, then it makes it a much easier uh, sell to say, okay, well, here's a plan. And if you do these things, you're going to feel better in a month or two months or six months or eight months, however long it takes you're going to get better. And so people are not aware of this type of support that they can be provided to. So that's the first thing. I think the second reason or issue or problem, which is a, it's a political one, is that naturopathic physicians, depending on the area that you live, are not being brought to the table with insurance and insurance companies. And so as a result of that, like I'm, I have a license from the District of Columbia. So does Dr. Knights. It says we're physicians. We can order labs. Not one single insurance company supports naturopathic medicine in the Washington, D.C., Virginia area. Now, other parts of the country, that's absolutely uh, not true and that people can go through their insurance. But right now, that political landscape is actually not allowing people to be able to use our services, even though they're paying for insurance. So then the next problem is that people have to then decide that they are going to invest in their health, which is a hard thing to do when people are saying, well, my insurance doesn't pay for it, so therefore I can't get the help that I need. And so people have to change their mindsets, which is exactly what you guys are telling people. Buy black, go the extra mile, you know, go to someone's store, order something. It's going to take a few more days to get there, right? Take that extra step to actually invest in black businesses so that they stay open. Well, I'm going to ask people to do something closer to home. Invest in yourself, invest in your health. Do not buy a $500 pair of tennis shoes which people might be mad at me, like buy just some functional tennis shoes and take that money and give it to someone who's going to tell you what to do to help you to get better. And don't go to the high school student at the health food store and ask them to give you whatever the supplement is that they think they should give you to help you with your diabetes that you've been struggling with for 15 years. That is what people do because they're not thinking about the fact and they're not knowing that there are professionals that are trained and licensed to help them. Well, that was a, a great response there. My question is, doctor, kidney disease runs in my family. Okay. And I've been on dialysis for several years. Okay. What would you say to a patient like myself? So what I would say is this, two things. First thing, in the last... 20 or 25 years, there has been a new form of science called epigenetics. 
and that epigenetics looks at the gene pool to see what turns genes on and what turns genes off. And the reason why I start there, Norm, is because most people think, well, if it runs in my family, I'm going to get it. And again, that's a mindset of what we've been taught to be helpless instead of being empowered. And so the genes that we have are our genes and they come from our family. But in epigenetics, what we now know is 90% of what turns the genes on and off are our lifestyle and our behaviors, how we manage our stress, how much sleep we get, what we eat, how much we exercise. You know, those things are the things that literally turn those genes on and off. So the sooner that we know that, the earlier we can understand that before we've gotten to the place where, you know, our our organs are not functioning correctly, we can actually prevent a lot of the diseases that we have always just thought, well, it just runs in the family because a lot of what runs in the family are behaviors. So the sooner we can understand that before we've gotten to the place where we're really, really sick, we can actually start preventing that. And that's so important because the other thing that we know is things like Alzheimer's and dementia are also related to our lifestyle. So the sooner we know those things and we start doing those preventative measures, we can add years and decades to our lives be in from a prevention perspective. Once someone has an illness, like a kidney disease, then it becomes how well is the body functioning? Can we restore the body? And here's the thing that's amazing. There are a lot of places that our body can be restored if we consistently do behaviors that will be helpful to ourselves and to our our life and our lifestyle. And that a lot of times conventional medicine doesn't talk about the idea of reversing disease or restoring our bodies. And there are a lot of herbs and medicine and diets that would actually make a, a huge difference in that. And that conversation is not the conversation that's have that's being had with conventional medicine. They basically do what's called symptom management. So insurance generally pays for, you have the symptom, we'll give you this medication. I had a a young lady who had been on diabetes medication for 12 years. And she said to me, Dr. Day, no one ever told me that I could manage my diabetes through my, my, what I eat and my lifestyle. No one ever told her that. And so she was in her early 50s and been taking medications for this entire time. In three months, her blood sugars were stabilized and she was able to come off of her medications. Now, she did that with me, not on her own. So I'm not saying everybody go jump off your medications. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is that no one ever told her that she had a possibility of getting her blood sugars under control. And for three years, we worked together and three years later, she's still not taking her medications because she doesn't have to. And so when we think about, again, prevention from a perspective of kidney disease, now she's reversed her blood sugars. They're normal. Her kidneys are safe because she's actually, you know, doing what she knows how to do now to continue to manage that for herself and for her health. And so prevention is a huge part of that. And for people that are dealing with illnesses, like yours, it would be to speak to someone about, is it possible to reverse it? And what kind of labs should we be 
ordering, because sometimes labs are not ordered to actually then understand, is it a possibility to reverse and restore and replenish our organs? And how do we check on that to see if we can make change? So that would be the way that I would answer your question. Wow. Thank you, Dr. Day. You've given us an awful lot to chew on and our DC listeners to contact their local legislators about making sure that there's a change that will allow for insurance companies to cover naturopaths. We are extremely high on that process because again, it just makes too much sense not to do it. So each week we do our positive black experience of the week. And this time out, we offer you Dr. Damon Jones and please share with our family of listeners how they can go about receiving or being treated by you. So um, so I have a lot of free material that is very helpful. And so you can go to my Facebook page. And if you go facebook.com backslash healthy days, and my name is D-A-E-S. So healthy days, like my name, Dr. Day, you can see like classes. I did a class a few weeks ago, cooking class, and then I have gratitude and meditation classes and other things. That's one way that you can get in contact with me. I do webinars. So if you send a message to my practice or you can even send me a message, a text message uh, to my phone, which is 202-681-0705 and say, hey, I'm interested in a webinar to learn more about what you're talking about. I do a few of those each month and all you have to do is register you know, for them. And it's also on my Facebook page. So that's probably a good place to go. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn. So I do have ways and places for you to come and learn more about me. And my website is at healthydays.com. So try to keep it simple so that you can find me on any social media. Great. And so certainly we will be adding those links to our online platform. So that's it for another edition. And remember to follow us at The Brothers Talk on Twitter, The Brothers Talk on Instagram and the Facebook group of the same name. And of course, if you want to go long form, it's thebrotherstalk at gmail.com. So much love and our continued gratitude for your time. And remember, let's do better today because that's all we really have.